there are some arguments, uh, some debates that will simply never, ever have a resolution. There are some, there are some debates, um, some types, there's some types of fights that simply do not have resolution. There's no way a resolution will ever uh, be had to certain debates, certain arguments. <clears throat> One of those arguments is whether or not or, or what matters more in a sporting event, in this case in particular, football, uh, what matters more when it comes down to the ultimate result of a game when there were when there was questionable officiating versus the overall play of the teams, you know, in the matchup. You know, what caused the win? What caused the loss? Now, if you're of if you're in favor of the team that, you know, won, if it's your team that won, certainly you're going to say, well, if the other team had done more, then the call wouldn't have mattered. Um, and if uh, your team's the one that lost, you're going to say, well, what about this? And what about what about this call? What about that call? And then for people who are don't have a dog in the fight, um, you know, they have their own debate as well. What's going on, folks? This is Robert English, your SoCal Seahawk, and thank you for joining me again on this edition of Short Yardage and uh, the conference matchups, excuse me, uh, the conference championship matchups. Well, there was something to talk about. There was something to talk about. Um, I'm going to shift gears on this one. I'm going to start it off, try to keep it about the numbers, and then I'm going to and then I'm going to get in my feelings. So first things first, um, the Saints and the Rams. Now I'm I'm happy to I'm happy to say when you know and I and I'm very very upset that the Rams won, but I'm happy to say that I actually picked the Rams to win and they won. Um, for me, being as much of a student of the game as I feel like I am, I very rarely call winners. I very rarely pick winners. Um, so. With that in mind, it gave me a little bit of just just a small amount of satisfaction to know that I picked the Rams to win and they actually won. Except, but that that it's very bittersweet because I wanted the Rams to lose. That was one I w- wish I would have been wrong about, right? But how about that game? Um, it was a good game. It was a evenly matched game. Um, both offenses got on the board, you know, um, you know, as, as what might be expected, um, wasn't a blowout in either way. Um, it was a good game. It was a really good game. Um, Drew Bre- Jared Goff, uh, 25 of 40, 297 and a touchdown, uh, did have one pick. Um, he was, you know, very much like the, the 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 Jared Goff that we you know expect to see. Um, Drew Brees, twenty six of forty for two forty nine and two touchdowns, uh, had one pick. Um, so both quarterbacks played well. Um, 
quarterback play, I don't think, was an issue in this game. Uh, neither team ran the ball exceptionally well. As a team, uh, the Rams uh, ran for 77 versus the, the, the uh, Saints, only 48. Um, but only three yards per carry um, for, the, for the Rams and 2.3 for the Saints. So running game was not a huge, um, was not a huge deal uh, on either side. Um, it was a good game. It was, it was a good game. I, I, I think the Rams based off the way that they played, um, again, they played a very good game, uh, a very, uh, consistent game. They're going to, they're going to do well in the Super Bowl. It's going to be, it's going to be a decent matchup. It's going to be a decent matchup against New England. Um, I think that these two teams, um, when they see each other in two weeks, um, they're going to complement each other well. So I think we will probably see um, a high-scoring Super Bowl. Um, it may not be what we were hoping for with the Rams versus Chiefs that everybody wanted, um, but it should be good. In the AFC game, the Chiefs and the uh, New England Patriots – um, you know, that game was a little bit different. If you ask me, um, I mean the running game for new England, I said before that the running game really has been key, uh, for teams winning in the, in this season in general, and certainly this postseason. um, definitely on, uh, the Sunday afternoon game, uh, I mean, Sunday Michelle four yards, just, just, just under four yards to carry, uh, 29 for 113, two touchdowns. That dude, he just. He, he's good. He's good with the ball in his hands. Um, no running game to speak of uh, for the uh, for the Chiefs. 41 yards in the day. Uh, so not much there. So they were, um, you know, I say they're lucky to even be in the game, uh, you know, at the end anyway. When you when you get turned one dimensional, um, you know, it's it's tough to stay relevant in the game. It's tough to stay in a game. Um, Patrick Mahomes didn't have a terrible day. Um, 16 of 31 for 295 and three touchdowns. I mean, he had to do basically everything because there was nothing coming on the, uh, uh, on the running game side of it. Uh, three touchdowns, no picks. Great day. I, I mean, you might, some might argue that he had a better day than Brady. Brady was 30 of 46 for 348. Um, one touchdown, um, two interceptions. So I mean the quarterback ratings one seventeen to to uh, to seventy seven, respectively. Um, so the 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 Kansas City quarterback went out there and played well. The Kansas City defense, though, uh, plain and simple, um, even if they got to the Super Bowl, I mean you just without defense, they say defense wins championships, and it doesn't mean you have to have a a superb historic you know just lights out defense but you have to have some you have to have some defense and the chiefs have none despite the fact that they they were forced brady into two intercept uh, brady into two interceptions yesterday but the defense when it counts you know and i get it, it's tom brady i said when they scored the late touchdown because they were having no problem going down and scoring really when they got their last touchdown i said look 
they scored too early. I, I made a I made a comment uh, with the people I was watching the game with. I said, "Look, the Chiefs have a better chance of winning this game being down by four than being up by three. Or, or I'm sorry, down by three than being up by four. That that was a statement that I made. And I mean, and what I mean by that is playing from behind against the, the Patriots puts you in a better position because this is assuming that you have the ball, right?" If Tom Brady has the ball in his hands and he's driving to go win a football game, you almost already lost. That's what I'm saying. And it, it happened twice. They were the Chiefs were down three. They went and scored. Took the lead by four. Great. But I'm like, dude, you scored too soon. You scored too soon. When they scored their last touchdown, I said, you just can't give Brady that much time. It happened at like the seven-minute mark. It happened again at the two-minute mark. You know, you, Brady has too much time left. The seven-minute mark, obviously. I mean, I knew for sure that lead wasn't going to stay the same there. Um, that's Tom Brady out there. That's Tom Terrific out there. Tom Terrific is going to uh you know get his he's gonna get his money he does that he just does that and then they scored the second time with two minutes left as a my i texted my uh friend of mine um i said you, you can't give you can't give brady over 120 seconds and they had all their timeouts you might as well give him a week and he marched down there and did what he does so um I'm going to say this, but then I'm going to take it back in a few minutes. But, you know, when you do that, when you have the world's best player and you have a situation that you put him in and his goal is to go achieve the goal and he achieves the goal, you deserve to win, right? Two minutes, Tom. Two minutes. Go score a touchdown. Take us to the Super Bowl. And he goes out there and does it. That's what you're getting paid for. That's, that's why we play the game. You deserve the win when you can do that. Okay. Is everybody ready? So, all that being said about the numbers about these games, to hell with all of that. All of it. Forget the numbers. Forget the players. Forget forget uh, percentages. Forget efficiency forget all of that in both of these games both every, both of these games the games were won for the for the the winning team by the referees poor officiating egregious missed calls i mean you just it's it's unbelievable the hypocrisy in officiating in the NFL. What I mean by hypocrisy is what they, they state unequivocally what the rules are and how they're going to call the game and this, that, and the other thing. And they go out in the field and do the exact opposite. It's unbelievable. Now, I don't really care when it comes down to it, which teams won. If the Seahawks aren't in it, I don't really care. I want to see the I don't want to see the Rams succeed very well, but that's because of the little bit of haterade that I like to sip. 
but you have got to be joking. You have got to be kidding me when you have two teams playing for a trip to the Super Bowl and it is tied at 20 with one minute and 49 seconds, less than two minutes to go in the game. And it's third and 10. And Drew Brees drops back and throws a pass to his receiver. I believe it was uh, uh, Lewis, Tommy Lee Lewis. And he gets blasted. Um, uh, Roby Coleman blasts the receiver well before the ball got there. Now they go, they, they go back to the, the bang, bang play type, type stuff, right? Give me a break. That ball was still behind Roby Coleman when he blasted into the receiver. Never turned around to look for the football. Nothing like that. That was not bang, bang. That was just an egregious no call. How do you not throw up? Look, not only that, not only should have been a pass interference, it easily could have been an unnecessary roughness, if you ask me. Easily, I mean, he, he first of all, he, he went helmet to helmet, and I'm not a fan of the helmet to helmet call. I'm simply, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll revisit this again, but let's, let's not loot, let's not get too stuck on whether or not something should or should not be a call. And let's just talk about what the rules in place call for. Now, I'm not a fan of how often they call the helmet to helmet stuff. And usually when they do call it, I don't I don't appreciate it, nor do I agree with it. You usually. But per the rule, he's a defenseless receiver looking for the football. He went helmet to helmet. Where's that call? And if you can't give him that, at least at the very least, it should have been a pass interference. That should have been first and ten. What? Inside the 10-yard line or close to it, that game should have been over. The Saints should have been able to run that clock down, kick a walk-off or all but a walk-off field goal, and go to the Super Bowl. The refs handed the, 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 the Los Angeles Rams a Super Bowl berth. Bottom line, point, period, blank. Wait, point, blank, period. The, that, that's the worst no call I think I may have ever seen. That is, I don't care what you want to talk about, what more the Saints could have done during the game to not be in that position. They could have stopped this. They could have stopped that. Get out of here with that. That play, that, that, that no call was so egregious. The whole entire, uh, um, the whole entire uh, uh, officiating crew should be put on blast and 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 have all should have to go into that smoke filled room and get their medicine handed to them. Unbelievable. How how the how the 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 dude in the white hat got to go over and say, "Bro, how do you miss that call?" That is unbelievable. You have to allow penalties to be um, reviewed. You have to somehow. Now I don't even know if on that play a review would have been able to even get that call right. But how do you get it wrong live? 
that was unbelievable. Of course, in, in the in the in the in the replay, you could see see with with obviousness, but that was a pass interference. That was pass interference. The Rams should not be going to Atlanta in two weeks. Bottom line. Not because they didn't play a great game. Not because they didn't have a great season. Not because they don't have a great quarterback. Not because they don't have a great running back or or a, a, a good enough defense. Not because of any of that. All of those reasons are just fine as they are. Had that play not happened and the Rams won, they would be there for those very reasons. But you know who else has a good enough team to go to the Super Bowl? The New Orleans Saints. Okay, it's not, it's not like the penalty was the difference in points on that play even. It's not, and, and, and frankly, it's not like, like if you commit a penalty, you give away or get points for penalties. That would be a different story. If, if, if committing a penalty gave you points or, or gave the other team points, that'd be a different story. Right. But both these teams played good enough to win. And the Saints were walking down the field, putting themselves in position to win the game. And it was changed. Because the refs blatantly missed a call, blatantly missed a call. According to um, the reports, um, the league called Sean Payton literally right after the game um, and, uh, and, and apologized for missing the call. You know, that's one of those things, because I've been affected by that personally as a Seahawk fan. That's one of those things that I almost, I almost appreciate it or don't appreciate that. Like, I would rather you just not say nothing. Don't. I mean, or maybe I wouldn't. I don't know. I don't know if I would or if I wouldn't. That, that's I say it because maybe I just can't be pleased. But when when uh, when the when the Seahawks um, got their call about the poor officiating um, in the Super Bowl, it was, you know, first of all, it was I think it was a couple of years later or something like that that it finally they finally came out and said that they missed those calls. So it's like it was like. Get out of here. Get out of here. We've already dealt with this grief. We've we've already grieved over this. Get out of here. Don't come over here apologizing now. And I feel the same way when, when the league does this after the fact. You know? With these with these teams nowadays. You are it's it's almost like an insult, really. It's it's almost an insult. So the league already apologized to Sean Payton and the Saints, but whatever. I, if I'm Sean Payton, I have a hard time telling them not to stick it somewhere. So the Rams are going to the Super Bowl not because they won the game, not not because they not because they did what they had to do to win, but because the refs gave them a late Christmas present. That's it. I don't care what anybody has to say. And then, and then. Let us not, I mean, you think, you think, you think that's it? No, that's not it. But wait, there's more. The Chiefs and the Patriots. 
I mean, there's always been. You, the, you, it's not unknown for people to believe that the Patriots get calls like they get the Michael Jordan rule. Because Jordan always used to get those calls. Like right? they say, kind of they say LeBron gets those calls now. You know, they're gonna he's they're gonna give him the foul because he's Michael Jordan. They say the same thing about LeBron, and it apparently is the same with the New England Patriots. They just get those calls, or Brady gets those calls. You can't hit Tom Brady too hard because they're going to throw a flag. But last night, how was the game, the refereeing, not egregious? The mistakes, I should say. So let's start with the, 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 least, the least serious of the offenses by the, by, the, by the Zebras on this one. The D4 offside. So Tom Brady uh, throws a ball. I believe it goes off the hands of Edelman. Or was it um, was it Edelman or was it Cordell Jack Cordell uh, Cordell Patterson? Uh, I I don't know. I don't know who it was. But he throws the pass off the hands. It's picked off. I believe it was picked up by Sorensen. Chief safety. I'm like the Chiefs are about to win. The game is over. The Chiefs are going to win this game. It's done. And they throw a flag. On D four for jumping outside. Now that is the one penalty, but it's like, you know, ref, refs make calls and miss calls, and and they, they get some of them right, they get some of them wrong. Um, sometimes they miss them. Sometimes they get them, they call them when they aren't really there. But it's like, man, of all the ones that they don't miss, they don't miss D Ford, who's lined up in the neutral zone. Now D Ford is is the I mean, donkey of the day on that one. Because it wasn't like he just jumped, which he did, I think. He may have jumped as well. But he was lined up in the neutral zone. How do you, that, that's, one of those, that's one of those things like, <laughs> how do you line up in the neutral zone? How do you not just look to your left or look to your right down the line and see whether or not you are on the ball or you are off the ball? If you're on the ball, you're about to be called for a penalty. You're not allowed to be on the ball <laughs> if, you, if you're on defense. I mean, you're on offense, but you're not. You have to be outside of the space from point to point of the football. The space from the point of the front point of the football to the back point of the football. That space is called your neutral zone. You cannot be in that area. If you're within that area, you're in the neutral zone. If you're on the offensive side of that area, you're offside. Essentially, it's the same thing. So D Ford was lined up in the neutral zone. Bad job by him. But those refs weren't going to miss that call because if if Bob Kraft had to call the league about that, you know, that's a uh, Bob Kraft is an owner of consequence. You got to do it, you know, like Al Davis was, like um, like um, um, uh, Jerry Jones is. These are owners of consequence. You got to deal with stuff if you if you screw screw their team over. So that one, okay, I can live with that one, fine. The muffed punt. Now, again, this is not really about whether something should or should not be, like I said about the penalties. This is not really about whether or not the ball actually touched Edelman's hands. This is not about whether the ball actually touched his hands or not because that's not the point. The point is the rule. The rule is that the play was called a fumble 
on the field. And if you're going to review something, the review, the, the tape has to have irrefutable evidence. If there is not irrefutable evidence, then the play on the field must be held. It must be upheld. That's why the ref has different verbiage. After review, the ruling on the field stands or after review, the ruling on the field is confirmed or the ruling on the field is reversed. Those are three different, there's three different, you know, verbiage, verbiages, if that's a word. But the reason for those different words are because of the situation. If the ref says the ruling on the field stands, that means that by watching the tape, we could not make any other decision. So we're just going to stick by what was said on the field. I can't, the tape doesn't give me any info. If to say that the ruling on the field is confirmed, that means that what I said on the field is proven to be right. If the ruling on the field is reversed, that means what I saw, what I said on the field is proven to be wrong. That's just the rules. Forget about the actual thing on the field that actually happened. Now, on last night's game, the tape could not tell you. The tape could not did not show you that that ball did or did not touch Edelman's hand. It simply couldn't. That ball was too close and the angle was not good enough for anyone, any human being to see whether that ball actually touched him or not. Now, that's irrefutable. There isn't a human being on this planet who can look at that tape and see whether or not that ball touched him or not. So by rule, the play has to stand. That should have been a fumble. It should have been Chief's ball. That is ridiculous. That's a Michael Jordan call. That's a LeBron James call. And I think that might be the worst. That one is, for me, got to be the worst of the, of the three. Here's the third one. The roughing the passer on, um, on, uh, on, on Tom Brady. I can't remember the, the, the defender uh, who got the call on, but he came from Tom Brady's left side and reached over as Tom was throwing and hit Tom Brady on his shoulder. His hand flipped, it flapped right in front of Tom's face, but his hand never even touched his face mask. And they called the, the old blow to the head of the quarterback um, pass, or, uh, roughing the passer call. Didn't even touch his head. Didn't even touch his head. And now, first and 10, Patriots win. I mean, talk, and again, did the New England Pat New England? <laughs> did the, this I'm getting passionate. Did the New England Patriots play well enough to win that game? Sure, they did, but so did the Kansas City Chiefs. So did the Kansas City Chiefs. Did the New England Patriots play well enough to win? You're damn right they did. But did they win because of that play? No, they won because the officials gave them at least two gifts that allowed them to keep drives alive or keep the football 
and they were able to go out and score. And I'm not, it's not lost on me, like I said earlier, as I opened the show, that you give Tom Brady the football with any time left on the clock, and his job is to go down and make a game-winning score, he's going to do it. But he shouldn't even have got the opportunity to do it. He shouldn't even have gotten the opportunity to do it. The refs killed the playoffs this season on two games. In the, in the, in the conference championship round, the refereeing killed, killed the season. Now, I'm, I'm very rarely, very rarely the type of person who would even submit or even, even get behind the old putting the asterisk behind uh you know a, a super bowl or, or a win or whatever like that but i'm i'm all about it on this one you put an asterisk on uh next to the winner on both of these conference championship games this season i'm truly watching the super bowl in two weeks simply because there's football on tv and that i'll and i and that i don't boycott the nfl it's not, it's not my style. But certainly asterisks on, on, on the, the winners. Uh, I mean, the whole conference championship round. Because this game, the, these two games were epic games. They were epic games. Two well-matched teams, you know, for, for, their, own, for, their, own, uh, uh, for their own reasons. For their own individual reasons, well-matched teams. If without without the without the um, interference by these referees, these would have been epic games, hard-fought games, games where you could really see. You know what? These teams, whoever wins these games, deserves to go play in the biggest game of their lives, and it was ruined. It was ruined by the refs on both accounts. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I am, and again, I don't have a dog in the fight in either one of them. My team's not in it. I'm being objective here. Oh, man. Now, the good news is Russell Wilson's going to the Pro Bowl, so we'll get to see him uh, play. You know, it's, it's ridiculous that he had to only get the nod after... Um, Aaron Rodgers decided to not go. Um, but, uh, you know, we got some pro bowlers going. I'll watch the pro bowl next Sunday. Um, the super bowl will Super Bowl's always fun. I'm, I'm, I'm actually gonna, I'm going to be, um, emceeing at, uh, a bar that I go to here in San Diego. Um, I, I work down there uh, for the owner. I've been doing it last, the last couple super bowls. And, um, and uh, oh yeah, I'm gonna talk about this stuff. Um, I'm using this as as my. Uh, <laughs> this is gonna be some of my, my material that I use. I like to throw a little joke out there from time to time. Try to be funny for the funny for the folks in the bar, um, sports bar, bar and grill type setting. Um, oh yeah, I'm going to. Uh, I am going to have fun with this one. This is gonna be a this is gonna be a fun Super Bowl while uh, while I MC for this one. Anyway, that's all I got, folks. Thank you for coming and tuning in and listening to me, um, you know, bitch and moan about uh, these games. Um, 
Don't forget to check us out. Seattle Sports Union, seattlesportsunion.com, Seattle, at Seattle Sports Union on Facebook and at Seattle Sports Union on, on Twitter. Check us out for everything uh, Seattle sports from the Mariners to the Mist and, of course, the Seattle Seahawks. You will find my material there and the material of a bunch of other fine gentlemen who are very good at what they do. So uh, check them out. Check us out. That's all I got. This is Robert English of SoCal Seahawks signing off. Go Hawks.